Coming to you from Focus One Financial Planning in Roanoke, Virginia, this is Money Gurus, where our team of professionals give financial knowledge and advice to help make your money last. All right, welcome back to the Money Gurus podcast. I'm Morgan, and today we are discussing asset allocation. What is it and why is it important? I'm chatting with Adam Peters, a certified financial planner and an accredited investment fiduciary to talk with us about asset allocation. All right. So, Adam, can you just give us a brief overview of what asset allocation is? Yeah. So when you're talking about investments, any stock, bond, mutual fund can be labeled by the asset class it's most closely aligned with. When we're talking about uh, asset classes, today we're just going to kind of focus on the equity side of things. So when we're talking about a stock a company, a mutual fund, an ETF, it can either be labeled value, blend, or growth. Value companies tend to have lots of fixed assets, pay a dividend, or generally fairly stable companies. Value stocks are considered underpriced based on a fundamental analysis and often pay relatively high dividend to the shareholders and having a low price-to-equity ratio. Some example of companies like this would be Exxon, Ford, Johnson & Johnson. On the other end of the spectrum, we have growth companies. A growth stock is a share in a company that is anticipated to grow at a rate significantly higher than the market. These stocks generally do not pay dividends, or if they do, they're relatively low. Uh, Because the issuers of the growth stocks typically take that dividend, and want to reinvest it in the company. And by doing so, they're hoping that they can grow the size of the company, which in turn would grow your portfolio through capital appreciation rather than paying a dividend as a value company would. And then when you think about the uh, growth companies, you're thinking about companies like Netflix, Tesla, Microsoft. So those those are kind of more your tech companies, which are kind of going to be more your, your large growth companies. And then when we talk about a blend, that's kind of right in the middle. It's a combination of the two. So your S&P 500 is a good representation of uh, large cap blend companies. Okay, so two questions for you. The S&P 500, is that only large cap blend companies? And then what is large cap blend? Not a good question. Yes, the S&P 500, it it bleeds into uh, some value and it bleeds into the growth, but the bulk of the companies are going to be your blend companies, but they do kind of bleed into the other two asset classes. So it's not exclusive to just large blend. And as far as the large cap, um, that's a good distinction. So not only can your company be classified value blender growth, they also classify them by size. So starting out, you, you typically have, three general sizes, large cap, mid cap, and small cap. You do have mega cap and micro cap, but today we're just going to focus on the on the three baselines. A large cap company has a market capitalization of $10 billion or more. And the way they calculate that, they take the outstanding stock and multiply it by the amount of shares. So, and that's, that gives them its market cap. So example, if you have a stock with 10 million outstanding shares and the stock price is $1,000, they have a market cap of 10 billion and that makes them 10 billion or more makes them a large cap company. For a mid cap, you're looking at um, market cap of 2 billion to 10 billion. 
good example there would be Norfolk Southern. For those of you who are in the Roanoke area, they're familiar with uh, Norfolk Southern. A small cap company, you know, in the grand scheme of things, sounds small, but it's really not. You're talking market cap of $300 million to $2 billion. Okay, so that's insane. That's so much money. Um, so this is all great information, but how does this all tie together? Well, that's a good question. So when you talk about asset allocation, when you look at your 401k, you've got all these different funds in there, right? And the funds within the 401k are going to ha- are going to dictate how you come up with your investment model, meaning what asset classes do you invest in? Do you only invest in large cap? Do you only invest in mid or small? And coming up with how you want to allocate your funds within the 401k is why it's important to have a baseline understanding of the different asset classes. Why would I not just pick the fund that has the highest rate of return for the last year? Well, that's a good good question. So when you think about the market as a whole, different asset classes move independently uh, to each other. So one year you may have large cap growth that has a fantastic year, but your small cap value may have lagged behind it. So if you only invested in small cap value that year, you missed out on some rate of return. Vice versa, if that small cap value did really well and the large cap growth didn't do well, then you missed out if you were only in large cap. So what you want to do is you kind of want to come up with a target portfolio, meaning you've got a certain percentage going into each asset class um, each month. And then when your paycheck gets deposited into your 401k, it's you, you're allocating money across the asset classes. And so that then will, will help you diversify your portfolio. So you're not over concentrated in one asset class, because if you're choosing the wrong asset class, it could significantly hurt your returns long-term. Whereas if you have a, a fully diversified portfolio, you're going to be able to take advantage of the different movements within the asset classes. And then to take it a step further, if you turn around and come up with a rebalancing schedule or process, you can rebalance that account. So if you have a good year with large growth, now you've got 10% of your portfolio that you've been putting to it. Now it's worth 12%. Well, if you rebalance, you're selling off some of that large cap that did well. You're buying into some of the asset classes that didn't do as well. So you're kind of selling at the top, buying at the bottom, which is the whole buy low, sell high, you know, when you're investing, that's what everybody harps on. So if you come up with a good rebalancing process, that'll also help your rate of return long-term. So what it sounds like is the bottom line is I should have some money going into each of the asset classes. Yeah. And and the key is, is, is coming up with a, with a plan and it could be one that you kind of look and, and do the research and figure out what you want to do, or you're talking with a professional that, that gives you kind of your target allocation. You know, if this is your first job, you're young, you know, looking at it being a hundred percent stock probably makes sense. But if you're closer to retirement, it may not make sense to be a hundred percent stock. So coming up with your, your mix between, you know, equity and fixed and also the different asset classes within the, within the portfolio is going to be important. So it sounds like there's a lot of different things that go into this. It sounds like there's probably a lot of research. Um, is this something that a financial advisor could help me with? No, oh, absolutely. And that's, um, 
I would tell you that's probably the one of the things that when you sit down with someone, you should talk through with and and figure out what your target allocation needs to be, and then have them help you come up with the investment portfolio based on what's in your 401k, right? Because each 401k is a little different. They've got different funds in there. They may not have all the asset classes covered that you want to be in. So then finding the asset class that's closest to what your goal is, you know, you may have to make a compromise, but ultimately the financial advisor, that's a good back and forth conversation with them to figure out where you need to be, what the process needs to be, and then what funds uh, to choose within the uh, 401k for you. Well, gosh, I wish that I knew a good financial advisor that could help me with this. <laughs> I think we have some, <laughs> a few names of people that could help you. Awesome. Well, Adam, thank you for the time today for going over this with me. Um, I didn't realize there was so much that went into asset allocation. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, please shoot us an email at morgan at focus1fp.com. If you are interested in learning more about what services we offer, please visit our website at www.focus1fp.com.